Grassroots Community Network's 2017 Aspen City Council candidate and election coverage is made possible by a grant from the Thrift Shop of Aspen, where your donations and purchases of clothing and other personal items supports dozens of nonprofits throughout the Roaring Fork Valley. Underwriting for Grassroots ProBlind series of in-depth candidate discussions is provided by A&B Bank Aspen, a bank like no other, with the strength, talent, commitment, and security to fulfill their business and personal customers' financial needs. A special thanks to Aspen Journalism for partnering with Grassroots on ProBlind, because well-informed citizens make better decisions. Discover more local, in-depth investigative journalism at aspenjournalism.org. It is simple to join these local institutions in supporting grassroots programming. Click the Donate button on your next visit to grassrootstv.org. You can watch this program and thousands of other grassroots programs online at grassrootstv.org, as well as on Cable Channel 12, Up Valley, Cable Channel 82, Down Valley, and Free TV Channel 12.1, over the Picking County Translator System. Or find a podcast of this discussion and many other informative and inspiring local presentations by clicking the iTunes or SoundCloud icons at the top of grassrootstv.org homepage. So Lee Mulcahy, you're running for mayor of Aspen. Yes, sir. Why? Um, well, I, uh, did, did you ever meet my dad? Never had the chance, but I've, I've read much about him that you've written. You've written quite a bit about him. He, he came from uh, a farm in Texas without running water or electricity. And he, I thought every dad was like that. But the, the kind of things that he did, and, and this is just one, um, he bought a school bus. Um, well, he bought several, but, but um, you know, real old ones, and he fixed them up, and he took us as scouts to uh, the Pecos Wilderness, skiing trips, um, and, and from Texas, you know, which is, which is, I just came in from Texas with a whole uh, farm load of, um, uh, a whole, uh, a bunch of implements um, to farm that were his, and he, he, he passed May 26th of 2015. I'm sorry. And, um, but he taught me that a leader is a servant. And uh, he was, to have this Horatio Alger um, American life story, you know, from, from, from rags to, to, he was in Los Alamos as a, uh, as a, as a, as a research uh, out, out, out of the University of Texas. Um, he designed um, and tested the Apollo spacesuit the um, nose cone, um, the backpack that the astronauts wore, um, and he was indeed, you know, the greatest influence on my life. Mm -hmm. And and Brent, if I can be one tenth of the man, one tenth of the servant that he was, um, and you know, growing up, you think every dad is like the kind of dad that you know buys a school bus and takes the whole troop um, to Colorado on a backpacking trip. That's normal, but you know. As as I as I learned and 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 you know as he mentored me, um, uh, and, and not just in 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 um, hard work and and everything, but just like the you never you never I, I was so lucky I was so blessed I got to spend when uh, three months uh, the last part of his life when he was healthy when he was on his ATV when he was you know the the rancher and. Um, you know the uh, the the iconic American, you know Marlboro Man, and uh, he, he. His name was Bud. Bud Mulcahy. Bud Mulcahy. And mm -hmm. and interestingly enough, um, I brought his canoe in. Um, that he was he was just an, really he was an athlete. He was an outdoorsman. Um, so you're still in the process of managing his estate, if you will, of the things he left behind. We sold the ranch, uh -huh. and um, uh, my mom. Uh, it was too much, and my uh, brother-in-law um, and my sister, uh, they're artists, and she's a curator, but my dad taught me how to, you know, how to run the tractor and, 
and all that. And so I just got back. My mom's only on six acres now, uh-huh. and which is uh, which is still you know for 81 years old. So I, I was mowing and and uh, just it's. You know, have you been to Texas much? I've driven across it a couple times <laughs> and flown yeah. into Houston and Dallas, but not really. No. Well, clearing brush is much easier <laughs> in March, uh-huh. you know, than okay. in uh, in in May. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, t- in in May, this is this is. I, I want to get this out before I um, mention anything else. Uh, Mom's in for a talk at my house on like a potluck dinner mm-hmm. and uh, I'm hoping Debbie um, she's at Aspen Community Church um, we'll bring some Kenyan stuff and you know the uh, the community church is involved in Meru in Kenya and my dad got all of us involved you know and I mean like the communities of the Roaring Fort Valley and and as well as Dallas Fort Worth and others in Texas um, in this really small village and I say small it's twice the size of Aspen um, in Kenya and uh, doing clean water, uh, and, and now all kinds of things. Um, but you know, they have this incredible, uh, you know, most families are eight, nine, 10 kids. So the, the, the land you know, keeps, for, keeps shrinking, and the unemployment um, and the hopelessness that that, you know, that, that, that brings. Uh, we have friends that go with us that do AA, uh, a doctor's team, um, uh, and uh, nurses that go from the Dallas area, and that's what my mom's going to talk about. Okay. And I asked her to come in and, and talk, but uh, you know, just for uh, but she, she's not she's she has a you know she likes to use pictures and well I mean I brought all these visual aids, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So she, it's she, about she, service for you is what you're really saying. You want to you want to serve the public and uh, as a way of honoring your dad and your legacy. Is that yeah? And I love this community. I'm devoted to this community, and you know um, uh, I like Steve and. Um, uh, you know, I see him socially out and everything, and the mayor, you mean? Uh, yeah, the uh-huh. mayor, and and uh, we're, but I, I don't agree with much. I mean, we're we're obviously on opposite sides of, of the political fence, and I and I and the great thing about Steve is that even though we disagree, we agree to shake hands, and I think that is a beautiful thing uh, uh, about community, and I don't think that we should ever lose that. So that you have been calling him uh, corrupt. Yes. And so that's a pretty, yes, sir. that's a real serious charge that I'm not sure if you called me corrupt, I'd, I'd still shake your hand. That's a big charge. How do you think he's corrupt? What do you mean he, by that? He is, he's head of the, the city machine, the, the corrupt city hall that, and I'm not the first one to do this, you know. Can you define corrupt though? Well, Brent. are you using it loosely, or I mean, now corrupt- let, let, let's go full disclosure here. Okay. Okay. You were, and correct me if I'm I'm wrong. Um, you were the public affairs director at at the ski company for five years in the '90s. I held a number of titles, including public affairs director. And, and but basically, all my job was under public affairs capacity. Yes. And that what what does that what does that entail? It's a combination of public affairs and government relations and community relations. So, I mean, let's let the, the criticism of the mainstream media is that they carry the water of the of the elites in Washington. So, is it fair to say that you, in the past, have carried the water of you know the elites in, let's say, for example, Aspen? I left the Aspen Daily News and went to work for the Aspen Skiing Company and served as a spokesman for them and, and worked diligently to further their goals for five years and then I returned to the media. Which so, is which is kind of a revolving door, it right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and and how, 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 how was Skiko? Was that, was that a good thing? I thought it was a good experience. Uh, I thought it was a good company to work for, full of good people and, and uh, um, you know, they're not a perfect company by any means, but I had a good experience there and left on good terms. Fantastic. Um, how was your relations with the government? When because I was that, with Ski Company? Yeah, that you said that, that public affairs involved dealing with, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. what I would say the machine, the city of Aspen. Right. You know. A lot of what I did was, was gain local approvals for projects that the company wanted to do. Right. And so I would go and explain the company's position, what it wanted to do, and then seek government approval for the projects they wanted to do. Now, <coughs> you wrote an article um, about the residents at the Little Nell. I did, yeah. when I was at the Daily News, after, I, after working at the Aspen Skiing Company. 
Skiko didn't like that. I don't know if Ski Company didn't like it. The, um, the, the person running the marketing campaign for residences at Little Nell did pull the ad campaign from the paper, but they didn't ask for a correction or clarification. So right, I stand right. by the article. Well, absolutely. It was an amazing article. It's fantastic. Thank you. Um, but uh, it has been reported, uh, and I, I want to say Aspen Scully, that that article was one of the reasons that the ski company censored that newspaper from company property, and I would add, including public lands. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know. I know there was, at some point, the company didn't want to see the Aspen Daily News on certain properties. I don't know if that's still in existence, though, or if that's stands. So you, would it be fair to say that you poke the, 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 the powers that be with some of your articles? Yes, I think that's fair. Especially in water. I think, I mean, a journalist's job is to hold people accountable. The fourth estate, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So, so what's your point here, though, Lee? I'm my my criticism of, of, of the mainstream media, and right. this is not just mine, but like, right. say, Glenn Greenwald, Pulitzer Prize winner, mm -hmm. is, that, is that sometimes they're spokespersons for the people that they used to work for in, in the capacity of, uh, of the fourth estate. There is... People in, in the media do go from the from the light side to the dark side occasionally, yes, and back. So that's how journalists view. I, I want to be honest. I mean, so but I'm not sure how this relates to your charge that Steve Skadron's corrupt. Steve, okay, so I'll answer that. Okay, would it? Let me ask you this: Would okay. it be fair to remove a man and his family because that that house is built around my mom? And I'd like to raise kids there. After his 78-year-old father was on his hands and knees because we couldn't afford to do anything else, Brent, except to build it ourselves, for missing, to evict that, that man's family from that house, for missing a deadline that was sent when, that, when I replaced my 80-year-old my dad I escorted my, my elderly mom on that trip to Kenya on a humanitarian mission. So, you're, so they sent me that knowing that, and they even admitted that. So you're Is, referring to the Aspen Pickens County Housing Authority. I'm talking about city housing. Let's call it for what it is. It's the city housing program because, because the county commissioners complain that it is completely controlled out of that city manager's office. So do you think you're... You've got. Is that, I'm just asking. Is, well, is that just? Is that is that not uh, is that not the product of a corrupt political system? I don't know. I don't know how much of that is. I don't know how much of the woes that you may be experiencing in Aspen, the various troubles that you're in. At, at Highlands? Did you own one at Highlands once upon a time? Yes, I did. And so, and you were a successful ski instructor with the Aspen Skiing I, Company. That, and that you had was, a, I loved that job, Brent. And, that was and, the most amazing job. So there you are. You have a deed-restricted unit at Highlands, and you're a successful ski instructor at the Aspen Skiing Company, mm -hmm. which those are two wonderful things. And since Phenomenal. then, there seems to be this cascade of trouble that I think appears to me to be self-inflicted. Okay, well, okay, fair enough. So that, can we that, explore that? Do, so how, how has it gone from this idyllic situation to this sort of world of trouble where you're banned from the Institute and the Art Museum and the okay, ski now, company properties and, and may lose your house? I okay. don't understand it. So let's just, let's, let's bring it all. In America, when you sue a billionaire, be prepared to be the defendant on allegedly completely unrelated cases. So, so let's, let's go through what you just said. Okay. The first time that I became a defendant was when I sued the billionaire. And they, and they sent... Uh, you sued the Crown family? Cr the, the Crown family. Uh -huh. In the capacity that... that, that, I, that As a ski instructor? Well, free speech. Because they banned you from the company for... On the same day that I passed out that flyer. Mm-hmm. So they now. Now they don't like to say that they have been fighting that for five years. They say it wasn't about free speech. 
They say they didn't ban me on the day that I passed out the flyer. They ran mm. away from that. Mm. And did you know that the judge buried all the depositions of them on video? Now, that's a joke. Come on, that is funny. So why did you sue them? Well, Brent, do you, as, a, as, as, as a gentleman that protects the First Amendment, mm -hmm. do you think that that company that you used to work for mm -hmm. should be able to ban a union organizer, someone that was advocating a living wage? For ski instructors. For, 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 for ski instructors, mm -hmm. for, for any company employees, if you look right. at the flyer, mm -hmm. first of all, I've been asking for the flyer. It, it, I've, asked, I've asked the district local court for five years, is that flyer free speech or not? They mm -hmm. can't answer? Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't understand. Mm -hmm. That's what the court is supposed to do, a declaratory judgment. Is the flyer free speech or not? Now, how could that not be? How, how could they sit on that for five years? I don't know. So why did you sue them? They, now, this is really hard to get through the Ski Co's, uh, you know, public relations campaign. Okay. But they banned me on the same day that I passed out a flyer. Back to my question. Do you think that that ski company, should, who you used to work for, should uh -huh. be able to ban me for passing out a flyer on property? I don't know if that's a fair question. In other words... How so? I don't know. In other words, did they ban you because you pass out a flyer... Um, on the same day. The ban came the or, same day. Or, I mean, and the next day they followed it up with all the... Why, I asked do they, why do they say they banned you? Well, they said I was a bad employee. But that's, you don't just ban bad employees. I mean, I don't think they should have released the contents of your well, that, that's, personnel file. That's just corporate. That, that's, that's I think nonsense. that was wrong, frankly, okay, when but, they did no, but that. But what about but the ban, though? As, know, as a protector of the, of the First Amendment, as a journalist... Should, you, should a company in America be able to ban an employee for advocating a living wage, which the, the company itself, their owners are like, yay, we're for a living wage, we give all this money to living wage organizations. So they should be on board, right? I'm just not but, sure but that's the union. why they banned you. So, not, so it's difficult. I don't think they should ban someone for exercising their free speech right, but I just don't know if that's why they did it. What? Or if they felt threatened what? in some fashion. Was there a threat made against them? Because the other bans, like the ban at the Institute, is based on a, a, perceived, on, based on a perceived threat. Is that the same as the ski company ban? Now, are you, aware, are you aware that the Aspen Institute ban went to the Colorado Supreme Court? And I honor my daddy. I honor my father on that because he hired Hal Haddon. You know who Hal Haddon is? I think so. I think he's the former uh, defense attorney for some notable people. Let's put it that way. Including Hunter S. Thompson. Okay. Um, and, and that went to the Colorado Supreme Court. And you, you won know, or lost? I won. You won. So is the ban lifted at the Institute? The ban is gone. And so that was, that, that was because of a threat, perceived threat on Facebook? Is that how that started? Look, I like Walter Isaacson. I shake his hand. You know, uh, we both like Jimmy Carter. My dad was inspired by Jimmy Carter. But the Institute is a mouthpiece for endless war uh, and, and, uh, and crony capitalism. But that's so, not why they but that's, Oh, they, okay. But it went to, the point being, Brent, is mm -hmm. when you have, you have local politics, small town politics, that happens. You get, you get, you know, they brought in eight lawyers. I got beat, you know. Uh, I may, I, and, and, and I apologize to the crowns, you know, for my mistakes. Gosh, I know, I'm, Lord knows I made a lot of mistakes. But, but, but I'm a funny guy. And when you, the, what happened was, Skiko was able to bury some, you know, they, they, they asked for the dismissal of the free speech charge, and they lost. They lost, so it's still pending. There's still so, a lot. So, so, so I put that up on the Aspen Institute Facebook page, right? Right. And they took it down. So then I put it up again, because it's it's, it should be big news, in it, you know what I mean? The fact that somebody, that the ski company, is, and you know, I know they don't care about me. I'm just, you know, some peon or whatever. But what does it do? It allows them to keep their, their employees in line, to pay really low wages. I have, a, I have a, a good friend, he's an honorable man. He works really hard. He hasn't seen a, a wage increase um, in seven years. Well, you've talked about that. Seven as, years. You've talked about that on your campaign platform that somehow you would raise the minimum wage. Absolutely. How if would I, you do that as mayor of Aspen? Well, then I would make a resolution but the and city I would, doesn't control wages. You can't impose the company. As, as did you know the city can control washers and dryers? The city, it, it, you know, and, that, and, that, and that's a criticism from the right, from, from Elizabeth and from Paul. 
you know, who used to work for the city. You what know, do you he, mean? Well, he, they, but let's get back to the minimum wage. No, hold on. Let me finish that thought. Let me finish that thought. That, 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 that the city's default mechanism is to legislation. And, and Jim True, I bet you anything, he'll, he'll say the same line you do. Which? But, we can, but there are many cities in America. What line am I saying? That, that we can't pass a minimum wage increase to 15 bucks an hour on big corporations. The, but the city has that power, you're saying? Absolutely. Uh, all kinds of cities do it. Really? I mean, look around you. They say you have, if you have a business license in the city, say you have to pay a, a minimum wage? Look, <laughs> they legislate chains here. Are you, are you honestly telling me, Brent, come on, be honest here, I'm, that I, we can't pass a minimum wage increase in, in one of the most liberal cities in America? I don't know. I don't know if the city has I that. Think, I honestly don't know if yeah, the city has that power. I'd look, have to look into it. I, I mean, I, the, the chan like, if you're a gambling man, you're going to bet against me. The only way that I would be elected mayor is if it was a perfect storm. <laughs> what you, you know what I'm saying? Because it, you know, the, the, everybody thinks, even my good friends, that Steve will cruise to re-election. But you've got these, 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 these balls in the fire, like you, know, you bringing attention to the fact that they want to build a 170-foot dam and two big 15-story dams right up here at the world-renowned Maroon Bells. That's, and Steve's got to defend that. I think he does, yes. And there's no defense. Let's go back to where I started with corruption and corrupt. Now, okay, so, so go, I want you, but you mean, we don't even agree on the fact that, 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 that you think that it's okay to evict a man's family, a hardworking no, man's that's family. I words in my oh. mouth. I don't think it's okay. I just want When to... I missed a deadline because I was in Kenya and the judge didn't give me a hearing? But the, isn't the issue that you're not a qualified employee? Is that the issue? Brent, look, I took my art records in there. Mm -hmm. And do you know the deputy, after, so, after making an appointment. So you said I'm a working. I come back from Kenya. Right. You know, we've been working all along. You know, I mean, really, you should read the briefs. You know? I, and I apologize, I haven't. You should read the briefs. And, and you will see the unethical, you know, the double dealing on the city. And, you know, some of it, was, some of it wasn't even corrupt, you know. You know, I, I don't honestly think that they knew the qualifications director was really trying to qualify me. You know, she accidentally or, you know, whatever, sent an email because the deputy director met me at the door and was like, we're not going to look at your records after I had an appointment. We've decided to sue you <laughs> using your money. Now, how do I keep up with the city? Being from, you know, uh, you know the, the reason I'm in Texas working on, on, my, on the six acres is my mom can't afford anybody. Right. You know, uh, uh, the, our, our legal bill last month, guess how much? Court of Appeals. Well, y y between the... Just the city, just to try to keep up with the city. Just on the housing authority, not yeah, the yeah. lawsuit against Mike Kaplan, which is still ongoing, right? Is that still no, ongoing? That is, That's it, different. Okay. Brother, you've got to get your facts. Well, I'm trying. Uh, I'm asking. Skiko. There's only two things going on. Okay. Free speech, Skiko. Isn't that still going on? And, the, yes, sir. That lawsuit's still going on? Yes, sir, it is. Okay. That is the one I've asked them for five years. Uh-huh. To rule on whether the flyer was free speech. Yeah, just tell us. Uh-huh. Because then we can move forward one okay. way or another. Mm-hmm. But every attorney I've ever showed it to was like, absolutely. So do you think you're a victim? Or do you think you've been looking for trouble? Brother, you got to answer the, 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 the fundamental question. Okay. Do we have free speech here in Aspen? Do we have the ability to pass out a flyer um, on public lands and not get banned? Or is it private land? That's the issue in question. Well, the, the flyer was passed out on both, private uh -huh. and public. Okay. But I'm just asking you, let's, let's throw out the, the private. Let's, let's ignore that, which, which I probably wouldn't agree with you on, in, on that on, anyway. Just public land. Should, sh should, should an employee be able, not in uniform as they claimed, that was a big old uh -huh. smokescreen, mm -hmm. um, should an employee be able to advocate for, for higher wages on public lands? I think that's protected speech, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. We agree on that. Right. So why would the judge remove the jury? I don't know, Lee. I don't know. I mean, that's fascinating because you know what, right. Brent, I guarantee you, I can get up and, and I love this community. I'm devoted to this community. I can convince seven of my peers that that is a right that we should protect. I mean, I don't like the banning of, of this at all. I mean, the only, 
The well, Institute. Aspen loves bands. No, but I mean, let's go. Else? I mean, I think it's so trespassing. I think it's unfair I wanna, I wanna, that you're banned, and I think it's mean, and I think it's cruel, and I don't understand it, frankly. I think with the Institute case, it seemed to be they felt some perceived threat because there was a mention of guns in a posting, right? And so that, I guess, crosses one but, line. But this, this notion of we're going to ban someone from the ski area, that's just kind of heartbreaking to me in a way and sad, uh, unless they perceive you as a, I guess they perceive you as ban-worthy, but I don't know why. So, I'm trying uh, to figure I, that out. And I, in order listen, to unravel Lee McCahey, you, you work for him. Come on, that if keeps I worked wages for him low. at the time, I'd probably suggest that they not ban you. But I don't know what the situation is. Um, so anyway, I mean, the, you've got this world of trouble going on. You think there's a clear path through it, and more importantly, I guess more germane, should people vote for you for mayor, or will it just bring a world of of Trump-like troubles to, to City Hall, are you a, a rolling basket of trouble, or will you be a good public servant? Can I point out one thing, which I think is so fascinating? And this sure. this is not necessarily you know news in like say the New York Times or the Washington Post, but and I find it fascinating that 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 uh, in a country you know where they throw the opposition leader in jail, Russia, for example. Russia today points out that of the 100 most circulated newspapers in America, 57 supported the Democrat. Do you know how many supported Trump? I don't think he got a lot of endorsements. Two? Who, who are no, that, that, Wall that, Street that to me is really funny, you know? Yeah. I mean, 57 and two, and the people in a perfect storm said, you know what, we don't want the corrupt person. Yeah. The, the, the city hall, the parking scandals, all this nonsense. Mm -hmm. you know, and and I, I, can, I can testify to the corrupt city hall personally. You know, I mean, look, I like Jim True, I shake his hand and whatever, but you know, in my church, <laughs> they call him Jim False. Now, the, the, to me, I'm a Texan. Honor is, is honor. And, it, and if you can't, you know, operate in public, I mean, think about how many, you know how many uh, uh, executive sessions, secret sessions that the city has? I know he they was have a lot of He was bragging, you know, like we only had, you know, 10 so far. Right. Well, the county, they got 30. Well, honestly, when you tell people from other states, oh, yeah, yeah, they had a secret session. Uh, I, well, you know, executive session on my house, and I brought in, you know, 20 people from the community who spoke out and said, uh, you know, that this is, this is nonsense, and, uh, you know, we, the, when, when Aspen starts throwing out artists, you know, wait a minute, you know, you're going to get people in, in City Hall, and they kicked us all out. Did you know this? And held an executive session. Right, right, right. You know, and, and all I ask is, like, you know, I ask the mayor, I'm like, just let me get you know, my legal brief in front of them. Do you think you're going to lose your house? No, sir. You think you'll keep it? I think I will. Uh-huh. And do you have to win the lawsuit to do that? Or is that something, is that well, two different things? Well, the city manager promised me. Uh-huh. He promised me that if it came, it was remanded back to district court, if they got any kind of negative ruling, uh -huh. that they would sit down and talk. Because all I've ever asked Brent, this is why I think the mayor's corrupt. All I've ever asked the mayor, and he doesn't respond, he won't meet with me, uh, although he did the other day, uh, in, in fairness, uh, is let me show compliance. Mm -hmm. And was compliance about, was it, did, did the compliance question stem on whether or not you were working enough hours, whether you were a qualified employee? Is that, was that the, that yeah, the essence it, of the, the employment, they, in other words, the, the, and this is not, you know, it's difficult to get through the, again, the city PR, people like you, but that the, the city, when we signed those deed restrictions, mm -hmm. we all became out of compliance within a year. Now, one of, the, one of the gals was an attorney, and she said, you know, we have a huge problem with this. And the city's like, well, tough, you know. But, we, we, but they, were, they weren't going to change it. They were like, you, they wanted us to build the houses real fast. Mm. Pardon me. And... Um, they promised not to do anything, right? Now, I was the second to last one to, you know, to get through, but I had to 
move, I have a five foot yard, but I had to move plants over 12 inches. To get in compliance with the building codes, you mean? They would, they, the city inspect, unfortunately my father let loose one day. And you have to understand, this is not what the city does as far as, you know, like, uh, uh, so Lee, let me try and uh, focus the conversation maybe on a little um, more productive plane um, instead of dwelling on, well, on look, the, all I've asked the ma is, is the mayor just let me show compliance uh -huh. just let me show compliance you know and instead of spending you know North but he doesn't run the housing authority per se right I mean it's not really up to the mayor it's up to the he could do a resolution I mean they direct uh -huh. staff to do whatever all the time you know right. without even resolutions right you know uh, the all I want to do is get in front of that housing board mm -hmm. but I'm blocked by Tom Smith you know who Tom Smith is he's an attorney for the housing authority right and the city of assault on the city of assault he oh. is an expert on charging government do you know how much he charged government for the, to the city of assault citizens the taxpayers for that nonsense about the policeman that, that resigned, good friend of mine, no. 42,000. So then he sued Mary Kenyon, citizen, basalt citizen, for trying to use the sunshine laws. 12,000 he charged for that. Do you think as a journalist that a city should sue a citizen for using our state sunshine laws? Now that was an unusual case too, yeah. 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 You know how much he charged for suing uh, uh, a family that built their own house to evict them. You know how much he charged for that so far? In order to appeal, he wanted 64000 just to appeal because the local judge, he, he never gave me a hearing. Do, it do kind of sounds like everybody. Whoa, 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 hold on. Do you think it's fair to evict someone out of their house without a hearing? Well. I don't know what's fair in your world, Lee. It just sounds like everything you do is fine and everything is, everybody else is, is corrupt and wrong and, and it's just, a, it's an interesting worldview. You don't, you're not yeah. owning any of the responsibility for any of the difficulties that you're in. Uh, Brent, are you? let me be the first one to say I have made mistakes. I have asked the crowns for forgiveness, for offending their sensibilities with my, you know, uh, passing out of the flyer, my, uh, I've made mistakes. I admit mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But you, honestly, do you think that it is fair to send an eviction notice while a family is in Kenya right after my dad died? And you had to, and you had to answer it. That's what they're saying. They're saying you missed the deadline. So you're, you're out of five years of work. Well, Brent, look, the thing is I, I, that we're a community. And when, when, when Steve and I, you know, I don't understand it. It's, you know, it's like, how could he not want me to show compliance? How could he want to be, sit at the, at the helm of a vast machine that's evicting artists? Do you think you can make things right with your house and the ski company and the community? Do you think you can get square well, and, I think and that, resolve that, it all? Because I would be happy if there was a headline that says, Lee Mulcahy is happy and there's no more trouble and things are Me cool. too, honestly. I love this place. So, but I you think you can get Brent, that? Brent, Brent, I've asked, I've asked, I can't talk to the Crowns, right? I mean, you know, you, you go through the attorney. Right. That's just normal. Right. I, I asked them to meet them for coffee the other day when they were banning me from the, you know, the <laughs> nonsense. But that never happened. <laughs> but I did ask, and, and the way you do that is you ask one of their three attorney firms, you know, right. that were working on the case. Sure. And, and that's why I've had a little trouble, mm -hmm. you know, like if you've got an attorney firm from Chicago, one of the best, right. one of the best free speech attorneys in Colorado, and you've got a local firm, Garfield and Heck, uh, you don't stand a chance. Let, let's be honest. I'm sure that it's difficult, right. So these, these, these when, you know, and, and this is what Maurice said, he said, Lee, when a city or a county is an entity to a lawsuit, got to go over the next county over, and we wouldn't have to deal with this. So are you running for mayor because you're seeking to change your personal situation? I'm an artist, you, Brent. So I am seeking change. Okay. And, and, and what would you, you like to do see you, change? I, I don't think that, I think that we need to come together more as a community. We need to shake hands, even though we may disagree. I think the Crowns and I should have coffee, you know? Um, 
the, I'm a funny guy, so I'll bring these visual aids. Like, this is, this is a painting here that I did to make fun of the city of Aspen, and it's supported by Skiko. Um, but I give a lot, you know, I, I'm, I'm out there all the time de uh, devoted to this community, volunteering. And, um, you know, it's, it is a phenomenal community. And I don't think that, you, you live down, uh, down. I'm a Basaltine. So, I'm so a refugee. <laughs> you guys have some issues with politic, local politics there too. Apparently. But the, I, you know, I want to live in a community that, that believes in free speech, that believes in freedom, that believes in liberty, that doesn't evict people that, uh, that spent five years building their own house for, for nonsense, for, for missing a deadline. And I think that you might agree with me on that. Well, I certainly believe in justice, and I don't believe, and I don't think we should screw the little guy again. But it's just a question of whether you're an innocent victim or whether you've been, whether you're a self-inflicted trouble magnet. I guess. Well, since you did carry question. their water for five years, that's your interpretation. But I would say that 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 in America we have laws, and that no man, no matter how wealthy, no matter how powerful, no ma no matter if they're best friends with the former president should be able to ban a neighbor for passing out a flyer to raise wages. I, I, I don't, I think you agree with me on that. It does not sound just as you, as in the way that you frame it. Right, right. I would and, need their and, side here to And I would love, more than anything out. in the world, I would love to argue that right. in front of seven of my peers and not some judge who A, was on the Society of Fellows at the Aspen Institute for over a decade, threw me out of my house without even a hearing. Without, a, without even a hearing. Well, let's try and move past um, Lee's world to maybe broader issues about what you, is there, you, have some, you have some regular campaign planks? You have some regular things you want to see done? I want to keep Aspen funky. Or, and you know, and um, I, want, I want a community that doesn't throw out artists. You know what I mean? The, the and, and this, is, this is important, the reason Cindy um, maybe was so, I'm sorry, I don't want to say names, but the reason this deputy director was so furious and refused to look at the records way back October 2015 after I came back from Kenya, after my dad had passed, was because the qualifications director or whatever, and, and Steve wants to add bigger bureaucracy, and I'm for, okay, the government's already too big here. I mean, we, we're, we're, what's the, the, the newest budget figures, proposals? For north, the city? North of 150. Million. Million. Annually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a big organization. Wow. You know, mm -hmm. and it's like 15 different businesses. Right. And uh, all with too much money and, you know, and too much time, as my dad would say. But uh, let's talk about Hunter S. Thompson. You, you've been running a quote for Hunter S. Thompson. The Times questioned the veracity of that quote. I told Rick Carroll in the spirit of liberty of Hunter S. Thompson. And Is you know Rick and I spar. So, but is that a direct quote from Hunter? No, of course not. I, that, but, <laughs> but, but, but if anybody that, that's shooting paintings, you know, that's, that's living in Woody Creek, that you liberty, can't misquote, li li I didn't misquote. I said in the spirit it's a of quote, liberty. But it's a quote in the spirit, right? You really want to make an issue over this and not the free speech about, about well, come I, on, Brent, come on. No, it's a small thing. This is a, well, you're I, you're no, carrying I, the Aspen Ski no. Company's water right now. No, I think that's an unfair thing to say. I, I, I think you're co-opting Hunter's legacy, and that offends me a little bit. I mean, to misquote him, to, to put something out there as if Hunter said it and then admit that he didn't? I didn't. I don't get that. Is that brother, what's going on? Brother, let, let's move on from this. From the yeah. Hunter show. Yeah. The, we're going to have to agree to disagree. I told you what I said, and you want to argue with me. Well, I, don't, I guess I don't understand it, Lee, when you say that. It's a quote from Hunter, but it's a made-up quote, and somehow that's okay. That, um, that's, that's weird. I don't get that. And it's dishonorable to Hunter, so I don't understand. Well, then... Uh, so it gets to, it's a character issue in my mind. Why, well, do you I, think, why I, is that okay? I ask Anita that's if we like could lying. have... What's that? That's like lying. It's like saying, Hunter said this, but knowing that he didn't, and, and then rat draping yourself in his spirit, that's, just, that's offensive to me as a writer for example. I just think that's wrong. So I, I think it's worth spending some time on and, and having you explain that. You get to write your own rules about that stuff? Um, or what? Then, you know, Brent, I'm, I think that uh, I said, I told Rick. Uh -huh. I, he said, you know. I mean, you just he, used it again yesterday in the Times. Same quote. Right? In the spirit, and what did I say? I don't know. 
in the spirit of liberty of Hunter S. Thompson. What's that mean? Uh, I think that's something that he would believe in. I think I am a person that he would he would support. Um, but you shouldn't put it in quotes, should you? Okay, well, then, then I'm sorry, I screwed up then. All right, well, just, just checking. <laughs> I mean, the the I didn't want people to think that. I, uh, anyway, yeah, then then I made a grammatical mistake. Okay, fair enough. A punctuation mistake, if you if you will. So so, would it be okay with Brent Gardner Smith? If I if if I used it and and just remove the quotes, is that is that the best thing? I guess in the spirit that, of liberty of Hunter S. Thompson. I guess you could say in the spirit of Hunter, I believe that government's too big. Nobody or whatever cares the about quote is. nobody cares yeah. about me. They they, they want to know that you believe in principles of freedom, of free speech, and of liberty, and those are ideals that Hunter represented. Fair enough. And and. Uh, uh, I wanted to honor that legacy. You know, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's people that say, well, uh, Lee Mulcahy is, uh, is, is Hunter S. Thompson reborn. You know, if you read Westward when I did that, um, you know, the big... Uh, Do you think that? I think that, that Steve does not represent freedom. And, and he does not represent liberty if he's representing powerful interests that, that are unknown. How do you think he's representing powerful interests that are unknown? Why won't he let me show compliance? I don't know. Probably because it's a tangled web of who knows what. There's the, nothing the, the simple and clean the, about yeah. Lee Mulcahy's world. So <laughs> no, no but there, there's an email that says that you, look, they don't count all the hours um, that I spent building my house. That doesn't count. Mm -hmm. They don't count all the toilet cleaning that I do because it's on the wrong side of a line in Eagle County versus Pickering County. Mm. They didn't count any fundraising I did for Africa Water Wells. I did the same four jobs since I got fired from SKIKO, right? I also substitute teach at, at the high school. I had the same four jobs. Why, Brent, do you, why did they wait until the house was nearly done to sue to evict me? I don't know. Me neither. <laughs> but I, I can guess. I can take a stab. Do you think it's personal? I think that, that non-transparent government uh -huh. is not a good thing. And I think that every, every Monday, uh, when the mayor is not in Dubai or Paris, um, globetrotting, they meet. And you know who meets at 2 o'clock? I think he said this on your show, too. The city attorneys, the community development, development guy. They have a staff meeting. And just Steve. Mm -hmm. And they figure out where they want to go. Right. Do you really want to be mayor? I mean, should, I don't know how serious to take your candidacy. Yeah. Well, uh, there's some things we disagree disagree on, so I think that might be one of them. Um, I'm sorry you feel that way, but uh, no, I'm I, not. It's a question. I mean, is, I ask all candidates this: Is it? A, are you sincerely want the? I will. The, I will, the gig. I, I will be mayor for a dollar, and I think Bert Myron is way more qualified to be mayor than I am. I will seek his guidance. I will seek uh, Elizabeth Malias's guidance. I'll, I'll seek Maurice's guidance. I'll seek Mick Ireland's guidance. See, these are all friends of mine. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll seek Rachel's guidance, um, and especially Patty. You know, these are county commissioners. Um, but, 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 what I what I believe I know. I believe in freedom. I believe in liberty. I believe in in loving your neighbor and. And you know, you you call me a joke. I know people say I'm a joke. Didn't call you a joke, Lee. but no, I'm just being funny. But 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 the thing is 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 we got to have a community that, that believes in free speech. That's not one run by war profiteers in Chicago. That that's nobody wants to live in that. You know, where 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 they ban newspapers, where they fire a singer for singing a song. Did you know Big Money ruins everything? Is still banned from Skiko. You still can't play that on Skiko property. Cannot. I mean, they this the censored newspaper they let back in because it, right. it was no one else. No one else. Uh, is, well, that's interesting. Well, you know, I think the company has, is guilty of being a little thin-skinned sometimes. Um, a little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are something, brother. A little. Wow. Well. Um, yeah. Now, uh, local democracy um, is best done. In public, and the first thing that I would change is 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 is, is stop the executive sessions. 
I think that encourages lawsuits because, uh, you know, um, the city has two attorneys on staff, but which the mayor always goes to advise for in situations like me, uh, who then hire an outside attorney, who we all know Tom Smith has been called out for ethical violations by next door at Aspen Public Radio. So the mayor hides behind Jim True. Jim True hides behind the private attorney paid for by our tax dollars. And uh, the best thing that you, you can do in a situation where the government is like an 800-pound gorilla, you know, combined with, you know, the other 800-pound gorilla, is shrink it. And, and there's a lot of people in Aspen that are going to vote for me simply because I say, hey, let, let, let's, let's do a hiring freeze. Let's shrink the government. Because, Brent, good friends of mine have left who were amazing volunteers in this community because of the taxes and moved down to Carbonell. Let's take a step back on your own politics. Um, you mentioned you're a conservative. Are you a Republican? I am. And did you vote for Trump? I did. Uh-huh. And how's he doing, in your view? Well, um, according to guys like you and the New York Times, and, and uh, not well. But I think it's funny how he went from being a tyrant to powerless, you know, after the, the health care debacle. So which is it? Is he, is he all-powerful or is he powerless? Is you know, it, your point. Yeah. I think that it sells, it sells newspapers, creates mm -hmm. ratings, and, and so. And so I ask about that because does your um, conservative worldview, if you will, um, do you think that does apply to Aspen, that somehow those principles can Absolutely. be applied here and, 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 and for the better? Because I mean, conservatives talk a lot about shrinking government, which I think there's, it's, a, it's a valid thought, but there's a difference between shrinking it and destroying it, I guess. Well, in, um, in, in, I, I, the TV audience needs to know that, that the people that own the ski company um, do a, wonder, a lot of wonderful stuff for our community, and we thank them for that. But they also make their money off the United States under under the last president bombed seven Muslim countries. That's a lot. You're saying because they own a, a portion of General Dynamics, right, right? Right. They're part of the military industrial complex. But, mm -hmm. And and you know Paula is is an artist and. Um, uh, I always kind of thought you and Paula would get along as, as I think we get along great, you know, but you got to have a sense of humor. You know, I got, I got, I got, I got a good well, whole story for you. You've personally attacked them, though. I got a good right? one. I got a good one. So this is this is from the deputy sheriff, and, and so Paula calls in and she's like, "So wait, are you, no, no, no," and she's like, "There's, here, there's two you. dozen black bears headed up buttermilk," and so the, the deputy sheriff, you know, calls back and he's checking with you know the local rancher and everything like that, and he said, uh, "Miss Crown." Uh, those are uh, black Angus cattle. Now, instead of laughing, she hung up. Now, I think that we, the crown, Jim and there haven't Paula been cattle on buttermilk, Mom, though, for decades, know, has there? What's that? There haven't been cattle on buttermilk for decades, has there? That was the story I was no told. Story. Um, but I think that we should have coffee and drop the, this, the, this free speech suit. Because we're going to spend... Well, you could drop it. Right? I mean, you could... You sued them, right? Yeah. Right, so you could drop it. Do you think I should? I don't know. I'd have to read it to figure out what's going on here, to see wow. what's really going on. So um, you can't just say because I think, you just said you, th you thought, you think that we, sh we should drop the suit. No, right. I'm just but saying that neighbors, we're, we live four blocks from each other. Why can't we say, uh, Mr. and Ms. Crown, I am sorry I made mistakes. Will you forgive me? That's all. Well, you could do that, right? I've done that. But you haven't dropped the suit because it's still important to you, obviously. No, it's important to 4,000 people that are scared to speak up. It's mm -hmm. important to this town to protect our... Because, look, the last bulwark of, of a free, civilized society is the ability to criticize our masters. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ask anybody, that, you know, they do many wonderful things for the community, but they own the town. And it creates a lot of quiet and, um, and, and, and fear. Now, that's just normal, you know? You, you act like uh, that we don't have corruption here. Well, you got corruption in every town in America, for every, I'm every, like I'm acting like you we know. don't have it. I just asked you It's to, ahistorical. Corruption is you, ahistorical. Just asking you to back up your charge against the mayor. Uh, that he's corrupt, and so that's you know, and all you've come up with, frankly, Lee, is when I ask you, 
you say the mayor is corrupt, he won't give me a hearing on a housing issue. I can't draw a straight line necessarily between a charge of corruption and, and he won't grant you a hearing that I'm not sure it's his what's going to on? grant. I, I, so. Look, what's going on in all those secret sessions? The executive yeah. sessions. Yeah. I'd like that. to know. Yeah, me too. So I think they probably hold too many of them. There are some that appear to be legitimate. Most of them probably. It's smelly, are. right? It's rotten. Well, I don't like being shut out of any meeting with elected officials in it. No. But they say they have to meet in order to protect the city's assets. <laughs> right? Or interest. Right? I mean, city. there are some legitimate reasons for an executive session. But the the city is, of Houston. The question is, are they doesn't hold that privilege? Executive sessions. This is, I'm mm -hmm. from a land of liberty. I'm, I'm from, you know, if I, if. If, if this is my Texas flag, I'm an eighth generation Texan. This is about love and peace and not war. Um, that's Sue's flag. The, the, the thing is, it, when you come from a land that was its own nation, that, 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 that believes in freedom and liberty, that, that those are the city of Houston, you know, I don't know, a hundred times bigger than Aspen. They don't hold executive sessions. Ever. Well, I mean, we do things here in the, the Moscow and the mountains that, that people in other states are like, <laughs> no, never, never. But that, that, that people are like, what? That, right. No way. Now, well, which is it? Are you happy here and you like the place? Or do I you wanna, think it's I Moscow wanna, and the mountains I think, and it needs to change? I want to create change. I want to shrink the government uh -huh. um, and, and hand over. I'll do it for a dollar because that's, that's the point, right? Instead Shrink of, it. Instead of what, 17,000 is the salary, I think? Something uh, 30, like that. I thought it was over 33 or something. Might be for the mayor, I don't know. Yeah. Don't you need the money though? Don't you need to show you're an employee? <laughs> uh, well, and, and that's a great point because I've asked the mayor many times. I'm mm -hmm. like, any, the, we have you know, constitutional issues over the, the fact that the housing authority doesn't want to say that running for school board uh, counted, you know, all those hours, all in any volunteer hours. I understand they don't want to count, but hours on the house that, and, and the fascinating thing is. But what you, hours but, on the house shouldn't count as, as, as. But they, but they, they don't count toward the value of the house. So mm. why wouldn't they count, you know, uh, mm. to, to, toward being an, uh, an employee? I'm, I'm giving, I've asked, Carolyn Sacharyson was going to come over to my house for an interview for the last year last year she hadn't come over yet but but i want to show you guys what i have done there because it's a labor of love it's an artwork the whole house is and and that should giving something if they're going to try to evict me you know like that oh gotcha you know oh you were in kenya honoring your father gotcha you know then then at least count those hours toward the house let's explore some other potentially good ideas you have on how to improve city government or the community are there other some suggestions that you have, things you'd like to do? Yeah, yeah. I think that the city wants to do this. I, I live in Burlingame Ranch. I'm so right. blessed. I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful to live there. But they want to do this beautiful, amazing river park. <laughs> we live on a river. Right. You mean through, think, the commun through, yeah. through Burlingame somehow? They want yeah, to put in a water feature? All the yeah, another one. You uh -huh. know, not the $3 million one you know, next to my house, which is also next to the river. Uh, they want to do this giant new big one. Well, all the kids tell me they want a little wading pool. You know, the moms would, would like that for their, for, you know, or whatever. Uh, but my idea is if we're going to, if the city has too much money anyway, let's don't build a, another $3 million river park. Let's put in a freestyle aerial ski jump into a bubble pool so the kids can train so that, that, that we can foster our Olympic athletes um, because we have a tradition. And, you know, Park City's got their own, mm -hmm. but, but, and, you know, our guys got to go over there to train, but, you know, A, it's expensive, and, and B, it would be real nice to have right there in, in Burlingame because it'd be a community center. We could all hang out there like at Steamboat, you know, that, have you been down, have you, have you ever hung out in Steamboat? I've been there, but I haven't been to their training center. Well, they got a local ski hill, mm -hmm. and it's, you know, and it's just so community-based, mm -hmm. and, uh, but again, you know, dropping the barriers, dropping the fences, coming together a as a community. That these are, these are, you know, fantastic things. So we've got about five minutes left, Lee, and so I had to give you time to, to make a pitch as to why people should vote for you. For mayor, unfiltered, you know, don't let me get in the way of it. I mean, why should someone vote for you for, for mayor of Aspen? Well, Give I, it I your don't think it's about, I, I, I think it's, again, I think a leader is a servant and that we have, we are, Aspen is wonderful, but we got some bullies and we got some mean girls. And, and I think that this quote 
from a hero of mine, Glenn Greenwald, speaks to the, to, 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 I want to keep Aspen funky. I don't want this corporate MBA urban version that Steve wants. And, and, and I want to read this because I think this is really important. Okay. When political and financial elites are shielded from any consequences for their actions, they are no longer subject to the law. Instead, they become the law's masters, using the legal system for their own purposes to safeguard and expand their perquisites. I always get that word wrong. To ensure that their cheating and corruption are not punished, but rather rewarded. And to keep any outsiders from challenging their superior status. The law, which was meant to keep the powerful in check, is now used instead to sustain and perpetuate their power. The, the greatest thing that I learned from my dad, and, and he didn't like big government, um, and he didn't understand the crony capitalism here, but is, is that you gotta be yourself. I have my core values and, and you know, the, would, would, would Burt Myron be a better mayor than me? Absolutely. You know, when you get 500 pages of documents every, you know, 300, 400, you know, every week, that guy pours through everything. And, and he asks questions only to get pounced on by the mayor. You know, I mean, this is a public servant. And, and, and th that is someone that, that I would go to for guidance. And, and I'm, not, I, I'm the first to admit that I'm not the smartest guy in the world. You know, I didn't know how powerful the crowns were. I had no idea. I just thought that they're my neighbors and we can agree to, <laughs> uh -huh. you know, to, to, to raise wages because they were for, you know, for that. But in, in essence, the election is, is, is about where our town's going. Because did you know, in two days after the election, the trial begins. Your trial? On the Against, free speech. On the free speech. Without the jury. It went to the Court of Appeals. I lost. I, the Court of Appeals said we're going to decline to look at that. Not saying that the issue, not saying that we, we don't think that you should have a jury, but that we're, we're not going to look at that. And that particular kind of special appeal, again, you know, this whole nonsense, is not appealable to the Supremes. Hmm. So Colorado. do you feel here at this session you've been able to get out all the things that you've wanted to Thank you communicate. So I mean, I, 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 I don't want to be a, I don't want to be the issue and I don't want to be a roadblocker and I don't want to be bottling you up in any no, way, no, no, shape or form. No, I think so that, I you think need that, to feel, I want you to leave feeling that I went to grassroots and I was able to adequately express myself to the potential voters. I, w I would say this, that, that you can learn a lot about a person from, from where they come from and from their parents. And my parents were, and my mom is just an amazing woman. And if you come Friday, and I invite all the viewers, uh, I'm at 53 Forge, uh, first house in Burlingame Ranch, um, to hear about Africa Waterwells. Or you can go to the website, which is www.africawaterwells.org. But my parents taught me to love your neighbor, love your God, um, and they were devoted to others less fortunate. And, and I'm not, you know, the, the uh, what they did in this little village, I mean, it, it, it was inspirational and, and it changed lives. You know, like they had to go, like even the public school, even they don't have water yet, but the, all the kids got to bring a bucket of water to, uh, to class. And so I realize that we're talking first world problems here. Right. And, and, right. uh, well, we got to wrap it up here. I'm getting a sign. We got to wrap it up. So, so good luck. I'm Thank sure you. you'll bring some color and some Thank liveliness to the to the debate. And I appreciate hope it. Hope it goes all right for you. Thank you. All right. Grassroots Community Network's 2017 Aspen City Council candidate and election coverage is made possible by a grant from the Thrift Shop of Aspen, where your donations and purchases of clothing and other personal items supports dozens of nonprofits throughout the Roaring Fork Valley. 
Underwriting for Grassroots ProBlind series of in-depth candidate discussions is provided by A&B Bank Aspen, a bank like no other, with the strength, talent, commitment, and security to fulfill their business and personal customers' financial needs. A special thanks to Aspen Journalism for partnering with Grassroots on ProBlind, because well-informed citizens make better decisions. Discover more local, in-depth investigative journalism at aspenjournalism.org. It is simple to join these local institutions in supporting grassroots programming. Click the Donate button on your next visit to grassrootstv.org. You can watch this program and thousands of other grassroots programs online at grassrootstv.org, as well as on Cable Channel 12, Up Valley, Cable Channel 82, Down Valley, and Free TV Channel 12.1, over the Picking County Translator System. Or find a podcast of this discussion and many other informative and inspiring local presentations by clicking the iTunes or SoundCloud icons at the top of grassrootstv.org homepage.